Today, I have this very special guest, Osiel Guno, uh, straight from Munich uh, with me. Osiel is a ballet dancer, professional ballet dancer. For how many years do you consider now that you've been professionally dancing? Well, professionally dancing, I would say um, 13 to 14 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> but dancing in total, though, like since you started. Dancing in total, I would put 20, 21. My gosh. That would be, yeah. Osiel, when you started dancing, do you expect it to have the career you have right now? Like, as a 10-year-old, like, what did you... When you started loving dance, uh, in terms of like your, did anybody explain to you, this is what you're going to get? Because usually people choose careers based on what it's going to be like, like, oh, I'm, I want to be an attorney. I want to defend people. You can tell that it's hard. Like you have to defend mm -hmm. somebody or want to be a doctor. You have to save lives. It, you know, you're going to, like, you can see it, but ballet, it's such a, demanding uh and, and making such a big decision for, for from a really young age because you have to start really young you cannot start dancing at 30 you know did anybody yeah, actually, explain to you that not not really you know um people always talk about about the good part you know yeah you're going to do this you're going to do that you're going to travel a lot you know people always talk about 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 what's nice in it so um at the moment when I, my mother was the one like throwing me, you know, she was I the one telling me. I love that your mom me, did that. I love your mom yeah, already. Yeah, she, she, she took me, she took me to the, to the art school in my own town. And actually it wasn't, it wasn't for ballet. I liked the music so much. And then I went there just to try it out as a, as the instrument, like to test, to do some tests. And, um to see if i could get in in 20 and the director calls out the meeting for the parents and he says like you know i haven't seen any parents taking their son to dance really and she looked at me she had a thought and she said you know i haven't seen many black male dancers and i follow i don't i am you know i am not an expert in ballet i have no idea but I've seen some in TV and everything like everything I see without discrimination at all is only white, white people. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you can get to do something with it out of your comfort zone, out of my own comfort zone <laughs> as your mother. Yes. Uh, so it could be interesting. If you don't like it, you know, in a couple months, we, we take you out. If you say you can bear it, like, you cannot take it. Uh, all right, I will understand, but give it a try. It might be interesting. So I did. The first year, every time my mother asked me, I didn't want to disappoint her, you know. And uh, every 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 weekend that I came back home, my mother asked me, "How was it?" I was like, "It was great. It wasn't. It was horrible." Like, you know, standing every morning in front of the bar with, with high white socks and, <laughs> and leotards. I'm like, what am I? Like, I cannot just bump into my neighborhood dressing like this. This is ridiculous. Like, like a lot of thoughts just came to my head. But at, the very, at that very time, I didn't know much about it until, let's say, a year later. Um, a guy that used to live nearby the school, he used to be part of the one of the uh, of the second company in in Havana. I, I, yes, wow. second company in Havana, and um, he gave us this uh, video cassette. I told us, listen, in here, because I see all these pairs in your head, like you don't really know why you're here, so. I'm going to give you this. He used to visit school pretty often. That's why he took the decision of taking the oh. video with him and saying like, maybe this might help you find something. So um, I'm, I'm grateful to this man forever, you know? Like, was, he, was he in the arts? Was he a teacher? He just appreciated he ballet. 
Oh, he was a dancer. He was a dancer. Yeah, he was from the second company in Havana. Oh. Like, yes, uh, it's called uh, Prodanza. Prodanza, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh he belongs to that company. Um, oh. At that moment, I was about 10 years old. So, and well, he gave us that video and he said, well, here you have Carlos Acosta, who I have no idea who it is, but you would see him. Uh, Jose Carreño, Rolando Sarabia, all your principal Cuban ballet dancers, plus some international figures as well that you have to know. Wow. Alongside, like Rudolf Nureyev and Mikhail Baryshnikov, Iraqi Muhammadov, like a bunch of them. So I was like, when I saw that video and I saw for the first time Carlos Acosta, I had the possibility of relating myself to something. To someone, you know, yeah. to that figure. Totally. That obviously I didn't know what that was at the moment, but he was just speaking to me somehow. He spoke to me to Carlos Acosta. I remember when I first saw him uh, in te television, dancing ballet, being the first African American dancer representing Cuba. I remember it was in Spain. Yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. what it was. It was very... It has been Swan Lake, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it was... Oh, my God. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It he was... Yeah. He took on that stage and he was that prince. Yeah. He was yeah. that... He was, he was very inspiring. It's really interesting how one person can inspire so much in you. It, it, it sounds so cliche, but... Yeah. It's a huge re uh, responsibility, it's, right? Exactly. It's, it's what it is. And, and you know, at that, that moment when I got that video, I saw that man jumping, that uh, <laughs> turning, lifting the ballerina, doing the whole tricks. I asked my teacher right away, like, are we getting there any time soon? <laughs> and she said to me, like, no, I don't think so. You need to work <laughs> so much to be able to get there so like so much and I remember that I told her we're here this is what I'm here for I remember to tell that and this is what I'm here for then if this is if you promise me that I will get like this like working hard every day then let's do it and she was like she was looking at me like this kid's crazy yeah, usually the crazies, <laughs> the crazy ones are the ones that uh, that make it. This is, I think, for me, that's the only reasonable way of living in the world, like the one we live in. Like you have to have a little bit of your own, you know, your craziness. Own otherwise, yes, otherwise it doesn't happen. So, so, like at that moment when that thing happened, I would say that it opens a massive uh, door um, for me, like. I felt lucky to have that in my hands mm. because in a way, you know, it's very difficult. Obviously, with a 10 years old kid, it's, it's very difficult for them to realize what they want for a living, you know? That's or, why I started asking you, know, you that. Event. It's a huge commitment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So everybody told me, oh, oh my God, are you going to be, you know, dancers? Like they travel a lot and they do because in that, on TV, they always say National Ballet of Cuba in Spain, National Ballet of Cuba in Mexico, National Ballet of Cuba. Yeah, that was everything they was here. And nobody told me the amount of pain it comes with. Mm -hmm. Nobody told me, oh, you would have to go through massive injuries or you would have to, to leave your, you have to leave home at a very early age, which early I age. left home at the age of nine. So oh, that was because the you were in Matanzas. And the school was yes, in Havana. And the school, the, no, the school was in Matanzas, but it was a little bit far away from, from my home. So I couldn't oh. travel every day because I was too little to, to oh. take the bus and travel. Oh the whole gosh. thing. So they put me in a school like the full whole time. week. And oh. Full time until the weekend. Oh, so you would come yeah. home every weekend. Yeah, on the weekend, someone from home, they, they my. Wow. And my dad and my mom and my aunt, pick they, they picked me up and, and they took me. So, yeah, so I was there since the age of nine. And then I left school at the age of 14 
to join the national ballet school in Havana. Right. So yeah. And then mom will come to, to visit you in Havana or? Yeah. yeah, but at the time I could, I couldn't, I couldn't go back and forth every day because it was like a long No, distance. you would stay in so Havana full time. I was staying in Havana also doing the same thing during the weekends when I could. I was talking to a good friend of mine and, and he told me, he said, Danai, when you, when you make decisions like this, you need to ask yourself, why are you doing it? Because once you answer yourself that question, it will help you go through the hard times. Like when the mm -hmm. times are hard, you have to go back to why do you start this in the first place? Because for mm -hmm. sure it's going to get hard. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like injuries, yeah. like injuries. It's like yeah. your body broke. Like you have to yeah. heal. That's a hard time for a dancer. Pandemic. Indeed, indeed. Pandemic. Indeed. It's, uh, it's like, it's how to keep, you know, and, and dancing is, it's like, uh, you know, it's like a, a pianist. A pianist has an instrument. Without the instrument, the pianist cannot play music, right? The dancer exactly. and the actor's right. instrument is your body, is your voice. Mm -hmm. If your instrument mm -hmm. is not in tune, you cannot perform. It's like we, we have our bodies as our own instrument, so we can't mm -hmm. escape it. <laughs> we can yeah, escape it. Exactly. I would say through hard times, through hard times, like, for example, the one we're going through now. Yeah. Um, my grandfather used to, to say something in Spanish, like, o sea, lo más importante en la vida es para ti, personalmente, es el día que tú naces y el día que eh, te das cuenta para qué. Oh. So, the most important days in your life are the days that you were born and the day you realize what for, you know, what's your meaning in life, like what's your, your, why your you're purpose. here. Exactly. So I don't know. I, I believe that ballet has been taking me to places that I, I don't know that emotionally I never thought I would, I would be in. So, uh, it made me like realize things within myself that I didn't, that I didn't know, you know, to take layers of my own, personalities that I didn't yeah. I have no idea I had. So um also you could see people's reaction when they see you dancing for art. For example, I'm very extremely critical with myself. And <laughs> today, like even to now, I would say that I see a video and instead of enjoying what I have accomplished, I'm seeing the mistakes, I'm criticizing, I'm seeing the way how to make it better for next time. And this is, this is also sometimes a little bit like a, a bit of a masochist, but I don't know, that's, that's what it is with me. Is that and something that's been in you since you were little? Is that what you think that has gotten you where you are? You're just very picky with your work? You know, at some point, when I, especially when I got into international ballet school, that I saw many other kids like with amazing talent and very good teachers as well, like getting like this on me, like mm -hmm. no, no this, no that, no this, no that. Something that obviously I was a little bit of a, you know, of a of a forward boy, that one of those that I want to jump, I want to turn, and I want to do things. And in a school in my hometown, I think that was exciting for, for our teachers over there. Obviously, they saw the mistakes, but they weren't so like picky yes. with me because they were like, okay, this is a moment for you to realize what you have. And then somewhere else, they it's will... It's going to be sharpened. You know, they will, they will shape you. So... Um, so when I go to Havana, I started realizing like the bunch of stuff that I had, like a bunch of stuff that I had to learn. Also, I'm not even halfway, like yeah. I'm not even halfway. And, and that's exciting for me. Yes. Yeah. That was <laughs> so good for me. And then it's the moment where I became obsessive about, about 
you know, trying to find out the details. I'm trying to do this and trying to, I know this food is like this, not again like this, but like working extra hours and, and, you know, trying to come with a result in the next day. And every day was the same and the same, the same, trying to overcome myself. And I don't know, uh, right now, let's put it like this. Um, 50 years later, I find myself in the studio today, let's say today, working on the same things, you know, with obviously with a different mentality, but, yes. you know, never, never leaving the third things behind. It's like you have to always go back to, to basis. Always. And for me, this is a very good time for that, that we don't have as many performances. Like when you are performing too much, you tend to, to you're on a roll, to right? Not pay attention. It's like in a roll. You, 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 you tend to not pay attention to, to the little, to the little to things. What really you go made to the big you. picture. To what exactly. really made so, you. I, I, I feel, good. you know, we, we had a conversation once and, and you mentioned something really smart that I, I been saying this a while and I, you know, when you sit down and you have a piece of what's your favorite meal, like, like steak or. Well, as, yeah, let's, let's put a steak like Cuban okay. with onions. <laughs> so let's say, <laughs> let, let's say it's a piece of steak, right? The yeah, steak, right. the, the, let's say that is cooked, perfect steak. But uh -huh. what makes the experience of the steak delicious, interesting, it's not just the steak, it's the, the rice, the beans, the onions, the garlic, the perfect amount of things, the, the glass of wine, if you want it. It's the experience. Exactly. It's, those are like the little things, the tostones. <laughs> And exactly. it's, 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 it's because if you just have the piece of meat, it's still the same steak, but it doesn't taste what is supposed that yeah. the experience yeah. is not as good. And I feel like our lives as an artist, uh, anything you do in life is it, you, you want to go for the steak. Yes, of course you want to have the steak, mm -hmm. but if you take care of the little details that will complement the meal, will give then you an experience. Exactly. And experience. Then exactly. you can sit down for two and a half hours having your yeah. fantasy. <laughs> and yeah, you know I, re I, mean? I remember we talked about this. I remember we talked about this. That's yeah, right. And you, yes, it's like it's like when you start cooking, it's like you don't just throw the steak and the pan and then everything else. No, you have everything prepared before you get there. Yes. So that's exactly what I'm trying to repolish right now like to get back to basis now that we don't have like a serious amount to show and you know i know that it's going to take me maybe two months or three months to get back into feeling comfortable again with it but i know that in the long picture it will it will help me a lot so that's i think that's a smart way to it's huge to go at the moment I, I, and, yeah. and I, I always think of, of, of experiences like that because one makes a steak better than the other in a restaurant and it's not just a steak. Yeah. It might be <laughs> organic, whatever, but, but it's the ambience is the music is the, is the people yeah. is the service That's right. is the things, That's right. you know, yeah. it, it, that is what really makes that's what made me fall in love with what I do. That it's, it's not just mm. everybody was like, oh, let's act. And then you're on a roll. You're always, but the, the, the experience that you're giving to the people, the ride, the mm -hmm. journey that you, mm -hmm. you do, it's, it, I feel like we are a product of that. Like you as a dancer, yeah. you have mastered so many little side dishes that you just eat the steak and you don't even notice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good, yeah. it's a good experience. The, the, the same thing we were, we were previously talking is like uh, the reason why I'm you know, tr what I try to do this is from time to time is because uh, I believe as a professional dancer, uh, also like someone that people might be looking up to some of the, of the young kids or like, we have a responsibility of, you know, taking care of what people see. Yes. You know, because most of the time it can be misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And 
let's say in ballet school, they teach you, and this is this is uh, something a little bit uh, polemic. Like it might happen also with actors, but mm-hmm. you will you, you. I feel related to this. Like, and for example, in ballet school, they teach you like the positions as as they are. You know, like right. like. The fifth position, the hand goes on top of your of your head, and mm-hmm. you know exactly with the other one, and mm-hmm. you know all this this kind of thing. But when you become a professional dancer, and you're looking for different things, like giving layers to your to your dance, maybe that fifth position they was supposed to be on top of your head, maybe maybe it goes more from from the outside because mm-hmm. you want to say something with it, you see, and. The same with the turns or, or with the jumps. They mm-hmm. teach you one way in the school, but then you see something else and you understand why, or you are on the search for something or on a way to finding something that, you know, it's almost there. And you're still reshaping and people see it's like, what, what was that? Like, is that correct? <laughs> is that, you see what I mean? Absolutely. And, and I've been getting many, many questions, you know, like from, from people, not even not even kids, not even kids. Once I went to Russia and I have this Le Corsair Padre. So I did one of my own turns and one of jumps that I tried to mix a little bit with a modern, trying to give it a little bit of, 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 the, of the twist. Mm-hmm. But obviously taking care of the style of the, of of the piece. There was one guy, Russian teacher that he must have been drunk at the moment because he was just with his glass of wine like hey you i was like what like in the after party it's that uh, i'm going to tell uh igor zelensky zelensky is my director uh-huh. and i'm going to tell you zelensky all the weird things you do on stage i look at him i was like well you know what here is his phone number do you have it wow I'm, I'm sure he would he would disagree with you. And if he agrees with you, then this is a moment where I have to stop being part of the Bayerische Staatsbahn. But go ahead, be my guest. So sometimes people don't understand the journeys of others. Right. What they're trying to do. Like, I'm sure he cannot, he couldn't just come and say that to, to Rural Nureyev or to Mihail Baryshnikov. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. see them. Like in videos, obviously, like doing, doing crazy stuff. Yes, of course. You know, things that I would be like, okay. And then I see the next video and I realize why they did that. It's like they were trying to do this. Right. Right. You see? So sometimes it's, it's complicated when it comes to, to ballet in a way. Since, since it should be so proper. But I didn't sign in to say, I'm going to be a proper ballet dancer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it's but, a, I said, I'm going to be a dancer, but not a proper ballet dancer. You know, I, 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 I completely understand what you mean. I, I, there's like a stereotype that, you know, when people try to put you in a box of like, this is how mm-hmm. you're supposed to be and do all the time. I feel like exactly. part of, part of what makes you who you are as a dancer is because you, you know, you don't know what you're going to get until you get it. Yeah. Right. And I think the beautiful part of a dancer's or an actor's journey or anybody's journey, I think for, it doesn't even apply to just ballet is that Mm -hmm. you should always innovate in your own field because that's what keeps you, that's that's what keeps you out of the box. You should always innovate the way you interpret things the way you see things because you're you're a product of of the things you watch of the things you listen to and if you're going to be afraid to like do a different Mm. turn or different performance or or really try things differently like the way they taught you 10 years ago then you're not living you're not growing and and i and I feel like if you're not doing that in your professional life, you will not be doing that also in your personal life. And that you're missing exactly. so much. Exactly. There's no growth and there's no evolution. So what's the point of keeping on dancing the same way for the amount <laughs> of time that you are supposed to be on stage? Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, I, and, and it doesn't have to be always because some choreographer came 
because that's that's also a thing. Now, oh, some career for came. I've seen so many interview people. Like I have to thank um, Rolando Perez because of the way he, whoever name, I don't know, <laughs> like because of because of the way he came to me and then he taught me how to dance. And no, he didn't or she didn't. He just told you what to do, and now for this your job to figure it out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it gave you, it gave you the, the tools. It. it gave you the tools exactly. for you to use them. Exactly. There's also the other part of the ballet masters that they feel empowered already of telling you exactly what to do, how to do it. Even when you are already a professional dancer, they're still you like, you didn't do what you said. Listen, I don't tell you how to cook that meat. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's- also, I see, I see, um, we were talking before about, you know, why nobody told you that you would have to go through like pain or injuries or the kind of thing. Sometimes injuries, like I, I will say this way, whoever embraced them, they get something out of it. Like whoever embraced their Injuries, for example, in my own opinion, my own case, I would say I have problems with uh, with my shins. Mm-hmm. Ballet dancers say somebody have problems with, like with the shoulders throughout the whole career. Some other yeah. people have problems with with the neck or <laughs> with the back. Or so it's it's how it goes for people. So with me, it's been shin, like the shin bone. So yeah. I had a fracture in one of them, and it's been like like painful but i i remember always trying to to heal while i'm still dancing but without seeing the possibility of getting something out of it like oh. like keeping on bump, like keeping on, on dancing the same way without maybe realizing like this is maybe what might be hurting you got it and stop doing that so there was like some shows, let's put it this way, um, last season mm-hmm. in Japan and also uh, Hong Kong. I was still sort of healing from, 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 from the uh, shin splints. And I told, I remember a few years ago trying to, to challenge myself, like, and I explain you something with this kind of injuries, like to jump is very hard. Like it becomes like complicated because it's, you feel like something is just pulling you down. Oh, wow. And every time you jump, every time you jump, there's a sharp pain through the bone. Wow. So it is, it is hard. So um, I told the conductor of the music, listen, I don't want slow music i don't want the bouncing music because that bouncing music is going to tell me jump keep on jumping wow. and i need to take care of myself because we have like five shows of these things you know i cannot every day like bam, boom, bam. so i need to go down so let's do something i'm going to push myself but maybe i'm going to find the exciting point where the audience will be like <laughs> a little bit okay. so play fast <laughs> So no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No play pressure. fast. Play play yes, play like I, I just told him play like you want to watch the football game right after and you have only 10 minutes. Just <laughs> play it. And he played that variation like a like a thunder. <laughs> you know, the feeling that I got from that solo, it made me realize that okay, this, there's another possibility here now. You innovate, you're aware of problems. I realized that I can dance also with this tempo and it's exciting for the audience. Definitely, it's not for every kind of ballet, but for this that I'm doing right now, oh, that would make it. So it was instead of sort of preoccupating myself with being super perfect and super, that was not for me, that was not the time for that because that was hurting me. Yes. So for me, it was the time to to get on with it and to give excitement to the audience. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of adrenaline that you will be like, is he going to make it? You know, <laughs> like 
Yes. Is he going to make it? <gasps> cool. <laughs> and, the, and the conductor will be like, okay. <laughs> He'll be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so beautiful. So I realized that, and I would say since last three years, once a while, not always, but once a while, I ask him, like, give me some, some, some speed to it. Let's, that let's is go. so nice. Oh, Ciel, that is oh, so nice. No. Sometimes problems, you know, problems come to be solved. Yes. They come to be solved. I believe so. They, I believe they, so. I they don't so. come to stop you. It's, mm -hmm. it's very easy to be frozen by them. But if you really go deeper into it, mm -hmm. it, it really, they come to be solved. And, and, you know, especially when a body, especially now that everybody's going through so many problems, it's, it's, if you really go deeper, what, what could you do now that you, it's the first time in our lives that we, everybody stopped. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Mm -hmm. The entire mm -hmm. world, like you're in Munich, you're, you guys are like on hiatus now. We are in, I'm, I'm here in the U.S. It's completely hiatus too. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the first time that I was able to even, and that's how this podcast was born is because. I want to, it's all about collecting and growing seeds. It's like, while I'm here at home, I want to collect seeds from people that I, that I feel that have a beautiful garden in their lives, that is their lives. And I just want, and I want to share it with everybody else. Like, mm -hmm. I never thought about that because I've always been on a go. So, but if yes. you're like, okay, I, I'm not acting, I can't do this. My job depends on a lot of people right? There's no social distancing when it comes to my job, neither yours. <laughs> There's zero <laughs> social distancing that doesn't exist. <laughs> so it's, it, but, but what can we do with this? How can we grow? Maybe we cannot grow physically that like you cannot perform, but we can grow mentally. And yes, and I, for example, I would, I would say in, this very time, which is, as, as you already said, it, it's new for all of us. We've never been stopped like, like this. I remember being stopped because of an injury, but I knew that in four months or six months, I would be already back there. It was up to me, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, right now, what I had to do with it, it was just trying to create something for, for the future that mostly have no time for. Yes. You know? So most of the day, the whole world is just, just in a swivel. It's like, like this, never stops. And I don't know, I felt that there was a time for me to reflect, mm -hmm. to look clearly to the, to the future and to realize, okay, I'm 30, or I'm about to turn 30, and I need to have something on the way as well to offer to new yes. generations and to, you know, to yourself, like a exactly a legacy as well. So I, I call up my very good friend of mine, Javier Torres. It's a, he used to be one of the a principal Cuban dancers. So, and I call him and say, Javi, we have to create something. And I, I just told him what I felt. And I think by the month of May, we created our own, our, our production, our own production company, which is very exciting for us. So we always like thinking of new things. And obviously we knew that it would take us at least a year or so until this whole thing is, is over. And, you know, people, we, previous plans catch up with their performances or with the movies or with everything that they were supposed to be even sports. Uh, and then we'll have something already prepared to be, yes. to be out there. And for me, that's, you know, it's something that keeps me like thinking creating. And, and creating also, you know, very busy with, with uh, finding possibilities and finding new things. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, I have to say it's fun. I'm so glad that, no, glad that we got into this situation, but glad that at least I had the time to, yes. to create something for us. I agree. What has been one of the, some of the things that you, 
when you turn 80, you'll be like, I would never forget this. I'm sure from here to from, from 30 to 40, you're going to have 70 more uh, things that ch- change you. But for now, well, like until, until now. Until now, I would say the moment that I, that first of all, I have to say, I used to be very um, shy, let's say, when I was in school, like very, very shy. And I have friends, but I, I wasn't one of the, of the loud guys, you know, I was just always like trying to working, but keeping myself in, you know, yeah. and so for me, I never had the, the problem at that, at that time or of stepping forward because something was not right or speaking, oh. you know, going out there and saying, Hey, this is not right. And, you know, speaking up. Kind of so like what you did I with this guy that was saying this about the director. Kind yeah, of like saying, some, hey, some, well, some, some, speaking, standing yeah. up for yourself, right? Yeah, standing up for myself. So I, I had moments with my, yeah, already being in my professional career that I have to, um, I have to do it. I have to stand up for myself and um, be very, you know, in a way, remembering my, my grandfather's advice as well. He also told me, you know, we are, um, we are black. And as James Brown said, we are black and proud. So uh, <laughs> make sure that they knows that the whole, the, 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 the world knows that because um, it could be a very hard place where you are at at the moment, Bali world. And I'm telling you, even in my line of work, some people would have to put a foot on me just to try. Mm-hmm. So the moment they do it once and you allow them, they will do it again and again. Make sure you stop them at once. So it, so it doesn't happen again. All right. Yeah. So he was always telling me things that was very helpful for me and for my, even my personal life. And if I have to remember a moment, I think it was one of the situations that I have in the National Ballet of Cuba where I have to tell that person, which actually was a, um, a ballet master, stop right there. This is not, this is not right and don't do it again. Mm. And that was for me, you know, the beginning of, of something. I think I was about 19 wow. when, when that happened. And that person must have been 50-something. Mm-hmm. So I remember clear. This is something that you, the kind of things that you never forget, you see? Yes. I, I remember, I remember telling him, um, you could be my father. So I do respect dearly my father. And I would never uh, raise my voice to him. You know why? Because he never done it to me. Mm-hmm. So I will respect you if you respect me back. Mm-hmm. You are an employee of this company. So am I. We are here in the same team. You're no bigger than me. I'm no bigger than you. All right. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was the end of it. He was uh, he wants to, actually one of those persons. I don't know. Maybe in America you call it bully. No? Yes. A bully. Yeah. Totally. A, to- a total bully. Then uh, later on. He happens to be one of the people that I work with the most on my time in National Bank wow. of Cuba. And I had great memories working with that person after that happened. Wow. He actually became one of the people that technically have been pushing me the most and getting the most out of me, for example. And That's I, incredible. I'm grateful to him, but I had to do that to him so he would understand at once. So... But yeah, I think that would be one of the moments because right after it happens to me in in Norway a oh. couple of times, or maybe three times, that I have to do the same with people coming from abroad, coming in mm-hmm. and you know, being a little bit confused. And yes. yeah, sometimes you have to put people to their own places like this. Yeah, especially yeah. not not you be know. afraid. 
you know, be afraid of, of, of standing up for yourself because you know what you can offer too. And mm-hmm. you still have a long time to yeah. go, but what do you feel like people need the next generation, the, the, the generation that the artists basically, not just dancers, right? I've seen, I've seen uh, very few dancers, only few dancers, uh, ballet dancers being uh, free. Like that you could watch them dance, you see total freedom and at its maximal expression, you know? I would, my advice, I'm, uh, let's, let's talk about, about the legacy. I think the legacy is exactly that. Is I, don't, I want people not to remember me for the dancer who could turn or jump or, you know, do the technical stuff. I want to, I want people to remember Osiel for the guy that made them feel, you know, that took them from point A to, to C and in a show emotionally with layers, even if the piece is like a minute. You know, and my advice is also for them to explore. Mm. Explore. This is an art form, and art forms, all of them need evolution. So we wouldn't, like, what, what's the reason why we're we here? Because we love to dance. You know, we love to dance. But it's not because you love to dance the way they used to dance 50 years ago. <laughs> you know it's the same with acting yes. you know you cannot compare the acting of the uh, 1930s with the acting from the 80s or from the 70s on there is something called naturalism exactly you know actors were so proper back in the days like like it exactly happened with the dancers you know many dancers were so so proper and I That's have to crazy. say it's great it's very weird. It's very weird because I I saw also very few dancers from that very time far away that they used. They didn't care. They were free, you know. And those are the so-called icons nowadays. So maybe you could be one of them if you let yourself go. If you don't let people tell you how to cook your steak. Yes. You know, I think that would be, you know, they can give you the garlic, but they don't can show you. They, you cut it the way you wanted to cut it, and you, and you put the amount that you, you want to put it there, <laughs> and you put and you put the amount you want to put in. So I would say that is that just go go for it, go for it. Be free, be free. Respect, respect, and honor also your own work. Mm. You know, by being disciplined, by being there, and by being focused, and also having a drive. You need a drive for it. So that's, you know, I'm still on the search. I am still on the search. And and that's exciting. What are you searching? What are you searching exactly? You know, I'm actually searching that way of, of, you know, as a dancer, we always say, yeah, it was good, but I'm not really there yet. You see, <laughs> we always on the search. We always on the search for that. And the fun thing is that you never know if you're gonna get there. Oh. So for me, it is. It is. Uh, I'm on the search. I'm happy if I'm on the search. If I found it and I'm thirty, I'm like, that's bad news. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but thanks God, I wake up some days and I still go like, oof, this is gonna hurt today. You know, the moment it becomes easy, for me, is I don't know, I could enjoy that maybe a month, but then right after, it's not going to be good anymore for me. But I need, I need the challenge in my, in my life. The, but, but I think, I think, I think what you, 
were telling me is that it's like those people that are iconic back in the 1950s, they follow the rules, but they were free. They, no free. They, right. they were liberating themselves with that. And, and it's just really nice that you are, your sensibility has that, like you, you break that pattern too. It's, it's, it's just really nice for, it's just the art. It's just telling a story because otherwise, you, otherwise you, all you're going to have is like a, a, a clean jump without feelings. No, otherwise I just, I'm, I'm being completely honest about and without any, um, you know, cynical tone in it. I would say sometimes I get pissed off because the technical thing didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And as a ballet dancer, I understand that maybe as an actress, or maybe you go through a scene 20 times and you didn't land it the way you, you know, the way you, you rehearse it or because of many things happened that day, maybe you have some personal problems as well. And so, who knows, many reasons. Mm -hmm. But I have to say that what makes me happy the most is even if I miss one of technical steps, if artistically I felt right, I won't care about that. So that's what makes me waking up the next day and going back to the studio. Mm. No being perfect in the jump. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's like I could be perfect in the jump, but not saying a damn thing. Like, Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, but at that's, the same that's I would say that that's a, that's what I what I want to also give back to the new generations. To yeah, I know the technical aspect is 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 part of ballet, but it's decoration. It is decoration. It's not your dance, it's decoration. You have to dance from in so that part can come out. It's no other way around. So the technical is just decoration of your of your dancing, of what you put on stage. That's how you decor your mm -hmm. your aura, your your being out there. You know? Yeah. For artistry, I mean, artistry for me is the only thing that helps me going going there. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be like because then you get older, and what else do you have? What What do you give? You just gave a couple of good jumps, and and exactly, exactly, exactly. There's and nothing to remember. Very funny. It's very funny because you go back to, you know. <laughs> Like people now, and, and I tell them this, but they, obviously, somebody told me that when I was like 20, and, you know, there's a time for everything as well. But um, I understand that nowadays generations, because it's been an evolution of the art form as well, understand things a little bit earlier than they used to back in the days, you know? And... But still, um, it's worrying for me that uh, there are 25 years old dancers that they're still worrying about the technical, but not the artistic side of it. Wow. Yeah, they're just worrying so much about, oh my God, this triple period and the dance with the arabes at the end. I only did two. Uh, I, every time I hear that, I go like, here we go. Mm. And that's not what the generations for nowadays should be thinking about when it comes to, to ballet. When it comes it's to not about things. the three or the four. It's like when it comes to anything, it's like it's not about quantity. It might sound cliche, but it's not about quantity, it's about quality, it's about what you can do with it. You won't jump the same when you are 22 than when you are 34. Mm -hmm. You won't jump the same. You might not be turning the same. But if you leave what's important behind, then 
your mane will pass through time like dust. <sighs> One more. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's the way I see it. That might so personally. I love it. Osiel, it's been so special having you here. Thank I mean, you. You have no idea. I was waiting for this day. <laughs> I, I really like worked so much, so much to make it happen. And I, I just wanted to say thank you so much for, for putting that out there, you know, for, for, I, I feel like this is the time and this is the year to receive, you know, it's, it's a year that whatever yes. we can put out, we put it out. And, and it's a year to also receive from whoever we can receive. It's a year to nurture who we are, to sharpen mm-hmm. ourselves, to, to, yeah, to right. rethink how we're going to continue 2021 because uh, 2021 is coming <laughs> and, 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 and just be, be ready for that. And, and, uh, and having you here and collecting and growing seeds with you, it's, uh, it's something I really was looking forward to and, and oh, thank you. you so much for the invitation. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's, it's the best. And I can't wait to see you in person. I love Munich. So ah. I'm going to project going to Munich. Oh, you come here. <laughs> well, either way, either way, that would be awesome. You know, I, either way, you, I'll, you I'll give you a tour. <laughs> yes, you too. I'll give you a tour all around uh, this beautiful city. It's uh, Austin. It's just beautiful. You, I, I think you really would love it. Uh, I or, guess I would. or hopefully, I mean, if I, if I ever go to Cuba, uh, around the summer, because I usually go in the summer, I'll let you know. <laughs> if you please do, because I always, I try to go every summer. So maybe we'll bump to each other with that. Me too. That That's my, awesome. that'll be great. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> be safe out Thank there. Uh, it's, uh, right. I can't wait. I would love to see you dance soon. And uh, uh, we stay in touch. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> ciao.